Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 19, beginning in verse 1. Despite what the church world is doing today to the teachings of Christ, he gave us a much more than spiritualized esoteric poetry. He taught and he guided mankind with a very real and practical direction. Now this journey that Jesus was traveling would end at the cross. Yet we see no hesitation in his march forward to his destiny. Seemingly without even a break, he continues now to teach his disciples. Verse 1. When Jesus had finished these words, he departed from Galilee and he came into the borders of Judea beyond the Jordan. Great multitudes followed him and he healed them there. Pharisees came to him, testing him and saying, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? Now Jesus takes this opportunity for what we call a teaching moment. Speaking into the issue of marriage, he gives us a clear and poignant direction. Nowhere here is there any room for debate or discussion. He was asked a simple and pertinent question. One that, ironically, mankind is still asking today. Can I divorce my wife? Pastor David Gusick says about this subject, quote, Divorce was a controversial topic in Jesus' day with two main schools of thought centered around two of its most famous proponents. The first was the school of Rabbi Hillel. He was, uh, that was a lax and very popular view. And then the second was the school of Rabbi Shammai, and that was a strict and unpopular view. These words were the center of the debate. Each school of thought understood that the Mosaic law gave permission for divorce in Deuteronomy 24, verse 1. that says that when a man takes a wife and he marries her, and it happens that she finds no favor in his eyes because he has found some uncleanness in her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce, puts it in her hands, and sends her out of the house. Now, each side knew and believed Deuteronomy 24.1, and the question was, what constitutes uncleanness? Now, the rabbi Hillel understood that uncleanness meant sexual immorality and said that was the only valid reason for divorce, and the school of Rabbi Shemiah understood uncleanness to mean, well, any sort of indiscretion even to the point where burning the breakfast was considered valid grounds for divorce. The religious powers that be, well, they were much like today. You see, they simultaneously wanted Jesus on their side, and yet they also kind of wanted to catch him in a stumble that would, well, relieve them of responsibility and accountability. For example, Uh, They purposely ignored the fact that Jesus was manifesting his very deity by healing the multitudes that followed him. Instead, they focused on the fact that the multitudes followed him. 
and jealousy is a powerful evil. However, Jesus was not taking any side of the, like these two men had, no sides at all other than his father's. Verse 4, he answered, Haven't you read that he who made them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause a man shall leave his father and mother, and shall be joined to his wife, and his the two shall become one flesh. So that there are no more two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, don't let man tear apart. The religious leaders went to talk about divorce, but Jesus, he wanted to talk about marriage, and he wanted to talk about the word. You see, God had and has specific designs for marriage. This design begins with the union of a man and a woman before his eyes, where two are made one flesh. And there's no washing our hands of such a responsibility or claiming that, well, as non-followers, we are somehow outside of such ordinances. For even if unbelievers are married and have sexual relations, God has made them one flesh since marriage is a creation ordinance, not a redemptive one. So it affects everyone. By divorce, humans therefore separate what God has joined together. Now the second issue herein is family related. The man was to quote, leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. Now check this out. The word leave is the verb abandon. Abandon. And joined to means to be glued to. Well, both of that uh, before us is strong language that even today is often passed by, well, as archaic, maybe even essentially impossible. But Jesus is asking just the same. Verse 7 says, They ask him, Why then did Moses command us to give her a certificate of divorce and divorce her? The humanity immediately shines through here. As promptly there is, well, the need to argue and debate the words of Christ. If we listen closely, we can almost hear that inevitable, but upon the lips of the listeners. The words of Moses are rendered as contrary to those of Jesus. But you see, Moses did not ordain divorce, nor did he command it. He simply allowed it because of the hard hearts of men. Jesus says so in verse 8. He said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it has not been so. I tell you that whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. And he who marries her, when she is divorced, commits adultery. Well, it appears Moses could say whatever he wanted. But this, before us, is God's design. This is God's plan. 
And with God, the only exception listed here is sexual immorality. Specifically, this means illicit sexual intercourse. So let's not write more into this verse than is actually here. Elsewhere now, we certainly can gather that there is arguably room on issues such as abandonment, physical abuse. But these are topics for another day and I guess another discussion. Now one might accuse the church of being callous herein and unfeeling on this issue of marriage and divorce. But I'm not suggesting that there are not other realistic reasons for separation. That is a reality of today's world. But separation in this context is designed in order to provide for a time and a focus with the intent to repair what is broken and reestablish God's ordained plan of marriage. No doubt, this takes a lot of concerted effort and assistance. Sometimes, frankly, it will not get fixed. Sometimes, such can mean months or even years apart. But nothing more can be said here and except be very, very careful who you marry. Now his disciples certainly picked up on that. Reading on in verse 10, his disciples said to him, if this is the case of the man with his wife, it is not expedient to marry. Well, the disciples, they felt it perhaps better to not go there at all. Well, no doubt many of us would think that a bit extreme. Yet, if we pile on the rest of the daunting scriptural directives concerning marriage, well, one would certainly be left wondering. Any way you look at it, it certainly would behoove us greatly to receive all of this counsel with trepidation and a serious heart. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.